We're here, man. I'm Zach Lathan Williams. Here with my good brother, Loki. Xavier Loki. You know what I'm saying? Professor X. <laughs> X, man. You dig what I mean, yeah, bro? The yeah. mad scientist himself, man. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. My man. I'm doing good. I'm surviving. Yes, sir. Yeah. Bro, I remember the first time I pulled up over here and you got your setup. Mm-hmm. And I said, this nigga is a mad scientist. It's changed quite a lot, too. That's just crazy. It always <laughs> changes. Bro, but I'm not sure if you still have it in there, but you have like a, a note to self right over there. Oh, yeah. And w- what does that note to self say, bro? What is it? it says, uh, life is tough, so fuck you. You bitch ass nigga. <laughs> and that's my note to myself. Yeah, yeah. It's a note to yourself. Yeah. Is is that a bit harsh? <laughs> it's supposed to be. <laughs> Type shit. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be. Because if it's not harsh, I'm not being real with myself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because don't nobody care about me until you make them care about you. Mm-hmm. Not including loved ones, friends, and family. Right. But when you go out into the world, you're not fa- you're not facing your loved ones, friends, and family. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. You're facing everybody else. Yeah. So you got to approach work with that mentality. Absolutely, man. Ain't no excuses. You got to get to it. It's tough. Get over it. Now, bro, I I said that, um, you know, usually I enter rooms and I know, like, by far, I stand head and shoulders above a lot of people in terms of my grind, my work ethic, my Mm -hmm. ambition. And I said when I get in the room with you. (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm looking over my shoulder. You I know what I'm saying? I, 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 I hear, I hear the footsteps. You know I what I mean? Like I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, now, what I appreciate about you, bro, is again, I'm a bit of the belief that iron sharpen iron. So mm-hmm. I got to be around people that keep me on my toes. Yes. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. yep. Now, I know for me, my default when in doubt. It's to grind and push through it. Mm-hmm. And I could presume yeah. that's your default too. Now, the question I have for you, bro, is do you believe there are any cons to that approach? Oh, there's tons. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is like a, a give and take. You know what I mean? Like, if you ask me, and I'm sure I've heard this from somebody, so I don't want to act like it's my quote or nothing, but life is like real similar to alchemy. Mm-hmm. You exchange certain things in exchange for other things. And you know what I mean? And it's, I'm not going to say it's often an equal exchange when most would say it has to be. Sometimes you put more into something to make one object or to make mm-hmm. one idea or to have one project. You put a whole bunch of resources into this one creation, into this one point. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel like there are cons to it, but right now those cons are outweighed by my pros. Yeah. And yeah. if I'm to get to it, I got to have that mentality. And once I'm out of the woods, then we can adopt a different philosophy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a more peaceful philosophy. But mm-hmm. right now it's war. Like It's war. You know what I mean? War with myself. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, my, uh, my big homie, Chris, OG Chris, um, he was saying that uh, he, he used to uh, work in construction. And he said the tough work, it calloused his hands. And that kind of protect his hands at work. It do. But when he get home, it's hard to have a soft touch. You know know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think about that, bro, because, and I I was talking to Sierra about it, like, there's times when, bro, I'm in gold mode. I'm in grind mode. Like, every single thought Mm -hmm. is like, right now, this film. You know what I'm saying? And and elevating Mm -hmm. and getting where I want to get. But I know that has to be abrasive for the people that's closest to me. You know what I'm saying? Extremely. Yeah. And I just wonder, like, can y'all bear with me? Are y'all going to bear with me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I I think about that, but I think about how, how, how's my kids looking at me? You know what I'm saying? When like, how they going to feel when they look back on this? Yeah, bro. Do you, do you have them same like kind of concerns? Every day, especially with my son, like single dad. When we at the house, it's me and him. It ain't nobody else. Mm-hmm. And um, nine times out of ten, at least. Right. Um, and when we're here and I'm on my computer and he playing his game, we kind of apart, yeah. even though we together. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I'm in grind mode and I'm editing and I don't want to hear him yelling and screaming because he's excited about a game that he just yeah. won. But it's important to be like, good job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And do encouragement. But when you in that mode, it's like, 
everything else, tunnel vision, and it's like, get out of my way. So typically, I like, I put them in the same room with me while I'm editing. Mm-hmm. So even if we not on the same thing, we on the same page or yeah. in the same room. Yeah. But I definitely struggle with that. Like, and yeah. and when the awards come and we on the stage, like I'm gonna have to thank them for, like you said, bearing with me. Yeah. Despite him knowing it or not, because you know kids don't pay attention to stuff like that. Right. But knowing that, he he sacrificed a lot. For He's sure. Sacrificing a lot of time because I could be flying kite a kite with him. It's not like it's the winter, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like I could be. Doing something with him as opposed to grinding, but you gotta grind because if you don't grind, what well, I'm gonna leave him? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. You know what I mean, yeah, um, you know, me and Glenn, you know, um, obviously Glenn started and last Dollar Till. Um, we used to take the kids with us to Hamilton. We go mm-hmm. up to the track, flip the tire, do sprints, you know, work out. That's dedication. Yeah, and it's like I want, I want to involve the kids in my grind, you know what I'm saying? So the fitness grind, I want them to see that. And then I started to see like, you know, this is big ass tire that we was flipping. Mm-hmm. And all of our kids was going up to it like, they really want to flip that mm-hmm. mug, you know what I'm saying? When I'm writing, when I'm editing, you feel what I'm saying? Like the same as you, you try to involve them in that, you know what I'm saying? I can't like, wait till he gets to that age. Yeah, on what though? Because he coming to every shoot at that point. I don't got to yeah. drop you off at mom's. <laughs> it's like, okay, you can, if you know how to sit in one place and stay still, right? be aware of your surroundings, all right, come on. Absolutely. You're going to see exactly how to do all of this. Yeah. Then when you 10, 12, 13, 14, 15, you're going to be that man. You're going like, to be a beast. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, I can shoot that for you. And it's like, yeah. man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Bro, so correct me if I'm wrong, Last Dollar Till, that was your first film, right? my first official film. Yeah. I, so, I've never shot anything at length like that. Because I've had so many hustles. This is like my second year going into video hustle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like... Basketball mixes, birthday parties, uh, skits, comedy skits. Yeah. That's where it starts. Right. Content that you can shoot on your phone. And then eventually your love for photography, which I had before that, becomes mm-hmm. a love for photography, digital photography, like at length. Yeah. So yeah, this is the first one. Absolutely, bro. So describe describe how you felt because I know I had I had jitters, you know what I'm saying? Because this isn't the first thing that we've shot. But I don't consider anything previous to last Dollar Till to really be a real anything just because, bro, I ain't have no shot list. You know what I'm saying, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't prepared. You feel me? This time, like, I really set out you know, you saying, to accomplish prepared. something. And, like, bro, joining forces with you, mm-hmm. bro, I don't know if you, if I have made it <laughs> clear enough. Mm-hmm. You know, or emphasize it enough, bro. You know what I mean, bro? But when I say you were a treasure, I appreciate you that. are a treasure to I this production I appreciate team, that. bro. I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like this wouldn't have got off the ground Man. without you. And it's crazy that it was, you know, your first true film, bro, because really, like I said earlier, in terms of work ethic, like knowing like my bro right here. Mm-hmm. If he ain't passed me, he on my heels. Like, we neck and neck. You understand what I'm saying? Um, It was that same feeling in that room as director. Like, I was almost afraid to make mistakes because I'm like, damn, like, bro, gonna look at me like I'm a clown. No, 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 no. It didn't seem, what I'm trying to say, it didn't seem like this was your first production. You know what I mean? And I think that's what I marvel at, bro. Like, your, your commitment how prepared you were, how knowledgeable you are about film, bro. That. Like, yeah. where does that come from? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Um, I just obsess over stuff. When I get into it, I get into it. And when I spend a dollar, I spend the whole dollar mm. till the last dollar. Like, <laughs> like for real. I, I, I go that hard for it to the point where I won't buy anything else for a long time to have this stuff. So when, when I have the opportunity to use all of the stuff I've amassed, right. Over all of these years, learning how to do audio, learning how to do lighting in the limited capacity that I had experience with lighting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wasn't going to school for film at that point. Right. Uh, Buying a $5,000 camera rig without, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. stuff to shoot. Mm -hmm. I was definitely intimidated, like, by the fact that, oh, man, like, I have the opportunity and I can't let people down. Yeah. But at the same time... That didn't cross my mind half the time. I was just in go mode. Like, we're going to do it the best that we can with the time that we got, and we're going to figure it out along the way. Mm -hmm. Like, 
And that's what I did. I, I, I figured it out along the way. Yes. Same thing with y'all. Like, and when I was given suggestions, I took suggestions. When I had suggestions, I gave suggestions. And yeah. we just we just did it. Like I don't know where it comes from, though. No, I'll tell you, like, it's just my attitude towards everything. Right, right. Absolutely, bro. No, it, it definitely, man, it permeated throughout the entire production and everybody involved. I appreciate the trust y'all had in me, because I'm telling you, like, in my head, I'm not nobody to listen to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not nobody to not necessarily put faith in, because I'm not saying I'm not a trustworthy person, but mm. like, so, oh, this is your first film? Like, I can go get somebody who who shot tons of them. You know what I'm saying? Bro, but it's it's the... <laughs> I was talking to Glenn about it, bro. Like, when you pulled up with these big-ass suitcases full of equipment, bro, and I'm I'm watching you like put it together, bro. It's something about, you know, the way that you you carry yourself. Because the thing is this, bro. Regardless, first film, your first time doing anything. Mm-hmm. If you prepared, you prepare. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what um when we linked up for that first time, I think we both kind of, you know, felt that in each other. Definitely. That it like niggas was prepared. Yeah, prepared. Like, prepared, prepared to passionate. go through it. You yeah. know what I'm saying, bro? hundred. And and it just, bro. PR kept saying that God's hand was on our production, bro. And mm-hmm. I truly believe mm-hmm. that, man. I want to ask you, bro, um, what what is the first creative memory that comes to your mind? But throughout, I'm talking about in, in your childhood, your first creative memory. Man, uh, I have tons of memories about, I don't know, singing songs in the back of a bus going to school and a whole bunch of other creative kids were in the back. Yeah. But those those memories aren't really concrete because I was like a young, young kid, like, I don't know, elementary school. Mm-hmm. But the first conscious decisions I made to be creative was when them flip phones came out. And this mm-hmm. is crazy. This is why I'm so disappointed in, um, not myself, but in, if I had that one uncle that's like, no, no, you got to do it this way, or, uh-huh. or come on, I'm going to put you on. You know how you have that yeah, one uncle? Yeah. Or, or some people have them people in their life that's like, oh, you cold at that. Let me help you excel. Yep. I didn't have nobody like that. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's not like my mom wasn't putting time in and working. She was working and taking care of stuff and going to school and improving herself. So that way now when I'm like, ma, I ain't got it, she got it. Yep, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So this ain't, this ain't nothing to do with her. But besides that, we used to use... Flip phones when the razors came out uh-huh. and we would record skits. Oh, y'all was doing skits back then? We were then? doing skits. This is before Soulja Boy. Wow. This is before the internet blew up. This was, man, before Xbox 360. This is like Damn. this is like PS2 days. Damn. We was we literally, if 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 my math adds up correctly, like around after the PS3 came out, yeah. or right around when the PS3 came out. That's when we was on flip phones recording skits in my in my mom's basement because my room was in the basement. Uh-huh. I had a bathroom, I had a sink, I had a refrigerator. Oh, you was living. And all that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And we would literally just turn the camera on and record. Mm-hmm. And we don't know why we was doing it. We wasn't, <laughs> this is before social media. Right. So you wasn't right. sitting on the phone scrolling. Posting, yeah. You yeah. wasn't trying to show off for nobody. You were sitting with your homies. And I wasn't smoking or nothing at the time because I was yeah. a kid. We wasn't. Right. We had nothing to do. Right. We wasn't on girls trying to hit, you know what I mean? <laughs> we was literally just, it was me and my boys because we were always, my house was the kicking spot. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be me, Tone, Q, Khalif, Chris, a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, George. Uh, and we would literally just sit around. And then I don't know how or when, but we would pull out that phone, bro. And we would have skits where we had shirts over our faces. Uh-huh. And we would speak in different languages. And <laughs> we would do commercials. Bro, I'm telling you, I got a, I got a picture of it in an email. That's crazy, bro. In an email. Was y'all like writing stuff? Or y'all just kind of We were just going. We was like, hey, turn the camera on. And we wow. was just going, bro. Like, we would have skits and people would be different characters. And I think, actually, it was inspired kind of by Whose Line Is It Anyway? Uh, and Dave Chappelle. That's crazy, bro. You know what I mean? That's now crazy. that I think about it, it probably was inspired from that. Granted, my friends might not have watched that, but I know for a fact me and Q watched that. Yeah. And literally, that's my first consciously creative move. Yeah. Think about if we would have just had a slightly better camera. Uh-huh. Or not even a better camera. Think about if we had a way to get it off that camera. Yeah. Onto a computer mm-hmm. and upload it to YouTube. Mm-hmm. And this is before YouTube. That's crazy. This bro. is MySpace. This is yeah, yeah. Before MySpace, this is Black Page. This is Black. <laughs> or, uh, what is it called? Black uh, Planet. Black Planet. Yeah. <laughs> and Blink. Blink yeah, Page. Pack, pack Patch. reloaded. This is this was 
this was way back then, bro. Yeah. yeah. If we was doing that, imagine if we had somebody to see, like, these little niggas is crazy. Right, right. Let me just upload this shit. We could have been anywhere. Yeah, you know what man. I'm saying? Yeah. But somehow in between being creative like that, mm. I just stopped. Or we all just stopped. Just stopped. And then we started living life. Started getting into girls and going to school. And then I didn't do nothing. I didn't even rap till I was 17. Really? Damn. I didn't even rap till I was 17. You were really good too, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I just didn't, I just liked being creative. And that's the, that's my biggest fault. Mm-hmm. Me and my homies, when we did, when I turned 17, mm-hmm. my nigga Noble had me write my first verse to 100 million in okay. brown paper bag. Oh, okay. Oh, God, that shit was hard. First rap. Um, and he just had me do it one day. And then it, it just sparked a creative spot in my mind. Yeah. Because it went from being creative with cameras to going to video games, and that's a form of creativity because you can build worlds and mm-hmm. travel through worlds or playing card games like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic and, mm-hmm. and all types of stuff like that. That's a way to be creative. I could build a deck the way I wanted to build a mm-hmm. deck with the monsters that I like and all of that. Mm-hmm. It went from that to, all right, now I'm a rap. And mm-hmm. our biggest mistake was, are we supposed to be rappers? Mm-hmm. Like all black kids. Are we supposed to be singers? Because mm-hmm. that's what we see. Or athlete. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did... Athletic things. I went. I, I did a sport every season for all of high school and middle school. Mm-hmm. But my first passion, if you think about it, yeah, is film. Film. Yeah. With the with the flip with phone. a flip phone. With it didn't matter phone. what it was. I didn't need five thousand dollar camera rig. Wow. We just needed a. I don't know how much the phones cost because Mama bought them. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? But whatever that razor cost, a hundred dollar mm-hmm. phone, that's all we needed. And yeah. we didn't care about the quality, the production value. Yeah. We didn't overthink it. We didn't need a script. We didn't be like, oh, hold on, bro, this could be better. Or maybe we should do it this way. Or yeah. making excuses to stop myself from greatness. Not, mm. That was the innocence in it. And we went to, oh, yeah, we need to rap. And eventually it's like, all right, we rap and we rap and we rap. We never took that serious. Yeah. And then now I'm back to film, and it's like, I should have been doing this shit the yeah. whole time. We should have been doing this yeah. the whole time. It's not that you can't be an artist and make music, but right. why am I limiting myself to one right. artist corner? Mm-hmm. I, could be, I could be a rapper. I could be a singer. I could be a, a videographer. Yeah. I could be a photographer. Yeah. I could be a writer. Absolutely. I could not be in front of the camera at all, mm-hmm. but I'm doing something creative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my first <clears throat> memory now, bro, so and first off, I know you you are a gamer because your yeah. your point of references was it was a for the PS2. <laughs> I just put 80 hours in the Ghost of Tsushima, so which I'm not proud of, but I'm I'm very proud of. Hey, so now you mentioned like y'all was doing it and then y'all just stopped. I don't and even know where. You don't know where. I think it was when weed started. Oh man. I didn't start smoking till I was 17. Uh-huh. I didn't curse till I was 17. Really? Mm-mm. So why was that? I had no I had no you had no reason. I was that dude who was like, nah, I'm not doing it. So was You know the dude who just be like, nah. Mm-hmm. I think Key and Peele had a skit about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Literally, I was straight edge, no cursing. Granted, I was I was getting some boxing, you know what I mean? <laughs> when you smooth, you smooth. So I ain't had any problems. But right. I mean, like, I had a girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. a committed girlfriend. I wasn't out here with hoes, none of that. I had a girlfriend five years at the time. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know why, but I'm assuming it's because the people around me, and this is the more another important lesson, uh-huh. the people you surround yourself with is going to dictate your trajectory. Yes, sir. Not because you don't love them, not because you don't care about them, but because if they stop doing something at certain ages in your life, as a kid, you're impressionable. Mm-hmm. Or as a kid, it's like, I don't want to do it by myself. Who going to hold the camera? We have tripods mm-hmm. for flip phones back then. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. Granted, I could have figured out a way if I was that dedicated. Like yeah. If God would have gave me the vision to be like, nah, this is what you're doing, mm-hmm. but that wasn't my path. Mm-hmm. I had to come back around to it to make it full circle. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know what stopped it, but I'm pretty sure it was when my friends started smoking that grass. Wow. Because think about it. Lil yeah. Wayne going crazy. Yep. We hotboxing in the whip, and I'm just sitting there covering my face up like, man, it's true. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Bro, you know what's crazy? Because... I had moments like that as well, you know what I'm saying? But mine was, so I justify like not smoking, not drinking. This is high school, 16, 15, 16, 17. I justified it by the fact that I was an athlete. Like I was really taking basketball really serious. And that's crazy too, because when I was doing this stuff with the flip phone, we was in the same class. We was in Spanish class. This was Morris, right? This was Morris days. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it really is. It really is, man. This was the same times. Bro, and, and back to Morris, man, 
bro, I never felt so lost in my life, bro. I don't right. know what it was. And I was, they had me in that a room for all the troubled kids. You a know word? Yeah, bro. I don't know why I was so bad. I think I was uncomfortable, man. And I almost fell sixth grade because I had daddy issues and all that type of shit. Damn, bro. Mm-hmm. That's and I, crazy. Because I would do the work and put it in my locker. And I get fucked about due dates. Mm. Mm-hmm. I would pass all of the, you know, the tests they used to have us do. Mm-hmm. I pass mm-hmm. all of them. I probably besides math because I was trash at math. Yeah. But I had an English teacher, Miss, what's her name? Miss Batista. You remember Miss Batista? That pale white lady with the blonde hair. Yes. Really short. Yes. I feel like I do. Yeah, real short. Yeah, 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 she's yeah, real tiny. We she had, had that class together? We probably did. Because I feel like she I was sleeping at that class. Her, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was sleeping her. But that's when I started having issues and I was just mm. going through it, bro, because my dad wasn't like around. And this is the age when a boy needs his father. Like middle school, high school, cool. Yeah. You could be with your mama while you a baby turning into a little boy. Right. You can't be only with your mama when you were a boy turn into a young man. Yeah, man. Because you having more trouble than necessary. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Because now you got to get yelled at by the dude at school, Mm. which you ain't comfortable with, because who was he? Right. But if it's your pops, it's like, man, why he on my ass like this? But I mean, he my dad, so I guess it's supposed to, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So yeah, I feel you about the sixth grade thing. I had had trouble. Do you think at that time you knew like the root of your issues that you know, even if you didn't articulate it? You didn't know. I don't think I knew at all. But in hindsight, oblivious. in hindsight, you can that's say exactly it what it was. Mm-hmm. It was because that's when all of your friends start getting grown. Mm-hmm. We start doing different stuff. I'm not doing creative stuff no more around that time. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to, and then it just abruptly ends. Mm-hmm. And then now we preteens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do preteens do? Get moody. Yeah. Do extra stuff. I was always like, in my eyes, more privileged than most. Mm-hmm. Have the new game system every time it came out. I was able to get a job when I wanted. I was able to go to whoever's house on the weekend when I wanted. All five of my friends could come to my house and spend the night and eat my mama food. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's 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 a struggle for most people. Some people in the hood is like, nah, you can't bring all them niggas over here to Facts. eat all this stuff in our fridge. Facts. My mama would just restock the fridge. Wow. And all of them boys became brothers. Yeah. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. Over time. Yep. Who else can have a sleepover with four or five motherfuckers for years wow. on end every weekend? Because wow. my, my house got the best games. My house got the, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, we got transportation. We could, so, which I appreciate. I highly appreciate. But I, I don't think I knew back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. So, I know, because similar to that, um, you know, my, my place was where my friends kind of kicked it at. And my dad, like I said, we was hoopers. Mm-hmm. So, my pops, he'll load us up in the truck. He used to drive for... Transit expression, those big ass vans. Mm-hmm. Man, he used to throw us in there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Take us to West Suburban YMCA. Okay. And so now a lot of my friends, they didn't have their dad around. I think out of like my group of like five people, Jay, Carlos, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Gibbs, James, I'm forgetting some people, said um, me and Carlos, if I remember correctly, was the only ones with active fathers. Yeah, you know tough. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know that my dad kind of became a surrogate for my friends. You know what That's I'm saying? That's exactly how it was for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Elaborate on that, bro. Like, my mom definitely would take care of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever we needed to buy that weekend, or if it's a birthday, she's going crazy for them. Like, she would go crazy for me. Like, wow. If they needed something, or they needed help, or they needed to go to work, or get away to this and there, she would help and do all of that wow. stuff. And That's even crazy. the periods of when my dad would come around, because it's not like I didn't have a father. Mm-hmm. I had a dad who was tiptoeing in and out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he lived in a different state, and I wouldn't hear from him for like four, three years. Wow. And then he'd pop up. And I see him for a few days, maybe a few weeks, or maybe he moved to town for a year and then he dip out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, he was struggling with a whole bunch of mental issues. Like, uh, I don't know, I don't know what he was diagnosed with, but it's in the realm of some type of mental health issue that came from when he was a childhood, mm-hmm. or when he was in his childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he was around, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, this is my son." Like, especially with Q, and then even my 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 best friend Q, he calls dude dad. He calls him pops. Oh wow! But is that a good thing or a bad thing considering he's not the best father? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think about stuff like that now. Mm-hmm. And of course, at first it's like, oh, okay, this kid don't have a dad either. Let me just try to make that easier. But in the end, you might make it worse. Yeah. Um, but I'm grateful for people who are able to find people who make it better. 
Absolutely. So I appreciate stuff like that. Bro, you know, I I go back to, um, I, I love speaking with people who do music mm-hmm. because I, I could just listen to your music and get in your world, especially as somebody who did music as a writer. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to every line. Um, first off, uh, your song "Drowning," mm-hmm. I love it. I love the whole album. People, people tell me that that's their favorite song. Yeah, bro, they I, love it, that It's song. something like hypnotic about it. And you know what's crazy is I didn't try on that song. You all. didn't try. I didn't try. I didn't have to because I was just not talking. even on the verse. Oh, you right? I was you just talking. talking. You talking? You know what's yeah. funny? Yeah, this is the craziest part. I'm working on an album and I'm sitting there, um, trying to just come up with songs. You know how you just get in the rest? It's like, man, none of this stuff is working, like, mm-hmm. or it, or it doesn't sound good to me. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? My new process is going to be this. I'm going to pick a beat and I'm going to write to it. I'm going to do the Jay-Z thing. I'm going to go in, think about it, punch. Go in, think about it, punch. Mm-hmm. Come up with a couple bars, record it. I'm not going to put no thought into it. I'm not going to be like, oh, that don't sound right. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to question myself, second guess myself. That's what I do with that song. Wow. It was in the middle of the night, maybe 3 a.m. My son was in the bed laying down sleeping or something like that. Because mm-hmm. this was right when me and my BM like split and mm-hmm. I was solely responsible for my son while she went off. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why those lyrics are in. Wow, like that's real life. You know what I'm saying? The Aquaman line, bro. And I did. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's a fact, though. Like, bro. and I was just talking. And bro. I'm not saying that to like hype myself up. I'm just saying like it's crazy that the songs where you don't question yourself yeah. and try so hard to come up with bars and metaphors. Uh-huh. That those are songs people appreciate and love. Bro, because you, you, it's crazy. I, I didn't write this down. I almost remember it verbatim. You said. Yeah. Um, Underwater thought I could find my find our escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Aquaman is a scene with a cape. Yeah. And, and bro, it, it's just like, <laughs> like yeah. I'm, I'm listening to it like this is this is heavy, bro. It's crazy. It's heavy. It's crazy. Cause at the same time, it's my BM, but it's like, I feel like I gotta save her, but I can't save her. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. I can't. Yep. So I gotta, I still gotta escape. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna stay here and drown in. Wow. I'm trying not to drown myself. 1,000. So we're going to drown together? Mm. We got a shorty. We're going to take care of the shorty. Mm. So I got to learn how to swim. Yeah. So so yeah, I'm drowning, but I'm swimming. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It go back to that Mac Miller stuff, too. Like, his album, Swimming. Like, yes. It, depre- drowning, depression is like drowning. Yes, yes, yes. Not even just depression, just struggling, period. Right. You may not be depressed. You may just be going through some shit, and you're drowning in it. Mm-hmm. And you ain't dead yet. You could choose to swim. Mm. You're still in the water, but at least now your head is coming up above water a yeah. little bit before it dunks back down. How hard is that choice, man, to choose to swim? It ain't hard at all because most, most people's natural inclination is to, to live. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm, I was never the type to, to go the suicide route or the woe is me, I'm, I'm tired of this, I just can't stand this because it's like, I'm not going to quit because mm-hmm. I know what quitting means. Like. I ain't got the type of guts to pull right. the trigger on myself. Right. I don't got the type of to do things more extreme than, you know what I mean? So I have no choice but to swim, but it's not easy to swim. Yeah. Cause even if let's say you're not letting your depression consume you and you just going to work and going home, going to work and going home, you still technically are drowning. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Cause what kind of life is that? Yeah. You ain't got energy, time for any of your friends, your mama. Your sisters, your brothers, mm-hmm. your son, mm-hmm. your daughter. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? You just there. You might as well be dead because you're not living. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I approach it. Like it, it isn't a hard choice to swim, but it's difficult. Right. It's super difficult. Now you because I, I think that I, I listen to you talk and and I have so so many similarities. I feel like we don't even realize how mm-hmm. how many similarities we might have. But I know, you know, you spoke of like uh, your children's mother mm-hmm. and that relationship deteriorating. Yep. And we spoke about it in the past, like these type of situations, we using it to to uh, propel us, mm-hmm. you know, to propel our, our work ethic, like kind of fortify that grind. Yeah. Um, makes you realize a lot. It makes you realize a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. And I, I feel the same way. It's something jarring about when when any when any painful situation happens that catches you off guard mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's something jarring about that you you get knocked out yeah cuz it's like it's 
it's not like I wanted things not to work out. Mm-hmm. I didn't go into that and create a child, and he wasn't no dang accident. Right. Like, to not be with his mama, like, kind of senses at me, especially when I grew up with a dad that wasn't around. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. My, yes, sir. My whole inclination and decision was, look, we doing it different, this generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God had other plans. Mm. Man, bro. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm telling you, I, I dealt with that for a little bit, too. You know what I'm saying? Because I was on the same thing, man. My mom and dad divorced. Yeah. Um, My dad, he was always around, though. Like they was very cordial. In fact, they was like best friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Although the relationship didn't work. So I had that same mind, but obviously the realization always comes like, no, it don't matter because it takes two to tangle. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And what's beautiful is like for me now, I'm in a situation where it is more gorgeous than I ever thought it could have been. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a yeah, blended yeah. family thing. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a beautiful thing. But you you have a line in your song. So so ride with me real quick. Ride yep. with me. Um, Bell Hooks, she passed, rest in peace. I was reading her book, All About Love. And she has a quote, my longing to find love did not make me lose my sense of reason or perspective. It gave me the incentive to think more, to talk about love. I read that several weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I'm listening to your album and you got the line where you say, I've been trying to recreate what I can't find. And and there was some, in my mind, there was some parallel between what Bell Hooks exactly. wrote in that line. That's exactly it. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and That's crazy. It's like, I, I wonder, I wonder, do you think that is typical or do you think that you're rare in that decision um, if you were lacking something to not, I guess, uh, 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 resent Or any, wallow in it. Yeah, or wallow in it, but in fact, try to recreate it. Does that make sense? What I'm I, I, that then was crazy. Is that's literally that's literally it. And and most people don't listen that closely. So that's that's dope. Because think about it. Like that's what five words. Yeah. But it's so much. It's so much in, in one that. bar. Like, <laughs> you know I ain't saying? gotta add the first. That's so in much one bar. in that. It's so much in that. And mm. that, I guess that's why people love those songs. That's more personal instead of being rapidy rap. Because it's ever like dead ass, bro. Like there's people who did not have the love growing up mm-hmm. and their choice isn't to recreate what they can't find their choice is when the semblance of love comes to run from it to run from it you get what i'm saying mm. so I that's my question like, that. like is that is that your choice is do you think that's a typical choice i don't know if that's typical i don't think it's uncommon mm-hmm. i think it's very common but i can see the other side of it mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. it, it's definitely people who Run from it. Mm-hmm. I've dealt or dated a couple of them. Shoot. Like, yeah. Um. I guess my thing is is how do I articulate this? How do you recreate what you can't find? Mm. You know what I mean? Like how do you how do you think that you are the one that's going to break the pattern? And, and and who's to say it's a pattern at all? Type shit. It may just be how things are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you wallow in it. Ain't gonna make it better. Still exists. Mm-hmm. Still there. And you could choose to drown, you can choose to swim, or you can get out of the water. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I don't know. I it's probably I am not gonna say it's 50-50, but I think that it'd be hard to guess yeah. the percentage of people that deal with both sides of that. But I, I tell you this, it's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's why people like literally they like that song. I have people who tell me that they've cried to the song. Man. Like literally. Man. And I'm and I'm sitting there like mind blown and appreciative of that because I sit there and question my music all the time. Like, bro, you, I'm not doing something right, and it's like, nah, bro, you doing what you're supposed to do. Yes, but you don't think that while you're writing. And that's why I don't have a new album yet because mm-hmm. I'm looking for inspiration through life. Like, I get you. You know what I mean? It's I not like you. I don't want to write one. I got so much to say, but I don't know how to say it. Right. That's the problem. I get you. And when I don't think about what I'm saying, that's when it comes out. I was just gonna say the same thing you did with drowning. That's what you should do with this whole new yeah, album, that's man. That's what I got to do. No, I, honestly, bro, like, I, I think you're rare because I, I feel, and, and I could be, obviously, my harshest critic. I feel like I, I've, I've, I've rapped, mm-hmm. did a book, did some essays, now film. Film has always been a passion, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like at film, 
I'm very good at in, in writing. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I look back on like the rapping and I feel like, because with rapping, you can have the words. Like people used to always say between me and Jay, you know, mm-hmm. Alexander, they they say, shout out, I'm li- shout out to my brother. They always say, Zach the lyrical one. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm like, bro, y'all sleep on Jay. Yeah. And what happened is there came a point in time with music where it wasn't about just playing lyrics. You had to have the delivery, the swag. Yeah, the like delivery, the swag. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I always felt like Jay always had the delivery, the swag, all of that. And he had the Shout lyrics just like We me. did a record with each other a long time ago. Type shit. A long like, time ago. Bro, he had it all. And I had a conversation, I had a conversation with him a few weeks ago. And I said, bro, like, it's niggas out here in your lane. They eating your food, bro. Like, you need to get out there. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I but feel you. I feel you. The point I'm making, bro, is you're elite in more than one category. I appreciate that. You get what I'm saying, bro? I appreciate that. And I'm sure, like, for creative such as yourself, like, mentally, it has to be a little bit taxing knowing that you could do too much, so much, but trying to do it in a special way. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? In a way so, that everybody else ain't doing it. Right. Now, I know you do like the Wing Chun. Oh, yeah, the martial art. Yeah. Is that like a way that you kind of unplug? It's becoming that. Mm-hmm. It's a way that I stretch, stretch every day. It's yeah. important. I don't stretch every day, but you should. Um, so I don't be a hypocrite, but. Because, um, <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, if you're not training your body, but you're putting your body through all of this shit, like, you really don't give a fuck about it. And it's, you know, we do a lot of things. Like, we eat too much candy and don't brush our teeth enough. And <laughs> we do all of that stuff. And that don't mean we don't love ourselves. It just means that things happen and we prioritize other things over other things. Mm-hmm. But with the martial arts, it's like, I always wanted to be a martial artist. I grew up watching anime. And yeah. And I don't want to just be the dude waving his hands and doing that. Or when I, when I fight somebody getting in the actual, I don't want to do that. I want to throw somebody off. I want to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I want to yeah. <laughs> yeah. know something. Hey, listen, if I'm about to fight somebody that ain't do that, I'm be like, all right, man, you won. <laughs> if you do your hand, like, how did you do it? Do it one more. It's, it, if that's, you- that's like the 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 main hand position. That yeah, we man. Motherfucker but, pull that out. Oh, they finna whoop somebody ass. But it's just a matter of like, you know, being composed under pressure type shit. In a tense situation, can you keep a form instead of resorting to the the hood nigga, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like instead of resorting uh-huh. to that, because we always got that in the bag. Uh-huh. If you go too far left, that's coming out. <laughs> but can you yeah. can you sit there in a, in a different stance and remember all of the moves and apply them? And when you get hit in your face, you don't revert back to the uh-huh. wild swing. Wild swinging, yeah. Like nah, like because think about it. If you're more composed and you 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 checking the situation out, you could defend yourself better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it's the same thing. Like we fathers, like. I'd be damned if I get folded up in front of my shorty. Sort of guy. And my wife <laughs> and my girlfriend. And my, you yep. know what I mean? Like, because yep. everybody take L's. Mm-hmm. I may take another L in my life. Mm-hmm. Very possible. I'm not the number one. It's always somebody better. Yeah. But I mean, is this person going to be better because they were sitting on their ass and they just was born with hands? Mm-hmm. Or are they going to be better because they trained? Because I trained. Mm-hmm. So ain't no way I should be getting put on my ass if I train. <laughs> yes, sir. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. I, yep. I can't get folded up and embarrassed because I, I had lack of wherewithal. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's my approach to it. Like it's for self-defense, gives me time to take time for self-care. Yeah. Half of it is meditation. And it, what easier way to make yourself meditate than make a routine around meditation? Mm-hmm. Like for example, if you want to work out and lose some weight. You gonna get on that treadmill, or would you rather play five pickup games? Yeah, type shit. I'd rather play five. Pickup I'd rather games play five because I'm gonna get more out of it. Because I'm gonna yeah. go more than that thirty minutes on the treadmill, and it ain't gonna be like I'm dying mm-hmm. all thirty of those minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go for two, three hours. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's my philosophy for it. Absolutely. I just want to be prepared. I and one day that. when I pull up, and y'all can see what I could do. Yeah, yeah. I'm still learning <laughs> now, but I'm just saying, like the moment I'm able to get my it man on. Yeah. Man. Professor X, man. You know what I mean? Somebody come up to us and I'm able to take two, three motherfuckers Ooh. out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's yeah. going to pay off. Yes, sir. That's yes, sir. that's an anime watcher's dream. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's dope, bro. It's a dream. That's dope. Bro, tell me your, um, tell me your favorite, your favorite film. Your favorite film. You can give me a couple if you need to. I'm going to have to say I'm going to have to. Forrest Gump, for one. Uh-huh. That's my shit. Type shit. Um, 
I love action in Marvel films too, though. Like, um, damn, trying to dig deep in the bag that I ain't got. <laughs> Man, because because I'm I'm the type of consumer where I'd rather do it than watch it. But while I'm watching it, mm-hmm. I appreciate it so much because it yeah. adds to my creativity. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. So That's if it's an amazing film, I'm happy I watched an amazing film, but. I'd rather be doing it myself. Yeah, I'm similar to that. Because I have moments where I feel like, okay, I need to like digest some films. I need yeah. to sit down and watch some movies and just pick it apart. You know, I'm sitting down with Sierra and I and now she's starting to be like, oh, that was an editing mistake. Or, ooh, that shot was nice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? She's yeah, starting to yeah. say shit. I'm going to get irritated when I say something like that. <laughs> but, um, but there's also times where... I feel the need to kind of insulate myself from too much stimulus. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to be, pers- you, you know, I remember uh, Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? They, they they were saying like, what what music do you listen to? And he was like, I don't listen to nothing. When yeah, I'm I don't listen to nothing mode. when I'm in album mode. You know what I listen mean? Listen to myself. Yeah, yeah. And I and I agree with that, man. Um, But is there one? There's th- definitely Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Despite its length. Is that one that kind of made you, because why, why cinematography? What was know. it? Literally, it's a it literally to me the natural progression from photography. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Cause if I'm taking still pictures and I can make it look nice, it's like, you know what? I got my own stories in my head. Mm-hmm. I can make my own stories. Mm-hmm. And you know, participate in the game. Same yeah. thing with being a rapper. Yeah. You want to step in a room in a cipher and you want to wow motherfuckers. Yeah. You don't want to just be, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Exactly. People side, you want people to be like Absolutely. Absolutely. Where he get that voice from? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, where yeah. he get that flow from? Yeah. It's the same thing with film. I want to eventually have that. Like, oh no, that's dude who did that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Show him, show him a little more respect. Just a little bit more mm-hmm. respect because he was able to pull that off with yeah, nothing. Bro. Yeah. Um, similar for the last dollar till stuff. Like, they was able to do that with limited resources. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if I had to point out two films, it would be Forrest Gump and then Avatar. Type shit. Because Avatar shit. was one of those films, that was one of my earliest memories with my dad. He picked me up one day and we went to some lady house. I don't know who the hell house he was at. Because mm-hmm. he was always in and out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, and I spent the night with him. Sister stayed back home with my mom. And he just like, hey, I need you to watch something. Because he always was big on knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He always wanted to teach you something. I'm not going to say he's a conspiracy theorist, but like, he was that dude who had all, he read a lot of books mm-hmm. and he knew what was right in school and what was wrong in school. What they was teaching you wrong on purpose yeah. and what they is teaching you wrong because they just don't know. Uh-huh. He was always that. And he was like, you need to watch Avatar because this is what life is really like. This wow. is a metaphor for life. Wow. And I'm just sitting there on the couch and I was wowed. Yeah. Wowed at how crazy it looked. This is before crazy yeah. Marvel special effects and the Matrix mm-hmm. uh, reloaded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is like... This film is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. it's just how life is. Like people taking resources from other people, burning down things for no apparent reason, stepping outside of your body to going to another body so mm-hmm. that way you could participate in certain things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um man, it, it it blew my mind. It didn't motivate me to do film or anything at that time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. But I definitely remember that film having a heavy impact on me. Same with other films, but those two stick out to me. Absolutely. Ones that you could just put on and I'd be cool with it being there. Yeah, yeah. You know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely, absolutely, man. Favorite, what was your favorite? T- talk about The Last Dollar Till set. Like, what was your favorite part of it, man? My favorite part, let's see. We was laughing at a, at a couple different parts. Like, we was cracking up yeah. during a couple <laughs> of parts of the shoot. Uh, you remember when, um, we was uh, rehearsing for scene eight when um, they're departing, and um, <laughs> Glenn uh, walked down the stairs with Jadari and Jr. <laughs> and he was like, "This is your house. This is your house, nigga." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely remember that. Uh, yeah. I would say when Glenn and Kiara were on the stairs. Yeah, man. And in in the kitchen. Yeah. And uh, I think that's scene ten. What all four? Uh, oh, you talking about the last there? The last scene. Mm-hmm. Um, because we just laughing about, I think we was laughing about cutting potatoes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. And yep. it translated on camera because they were freestyling a lot of the lines, but keeping the same source material and staying in, within the lines of that. Yeah. And a lot of great moments came out of that. Man, bro. And that was beautiful. 
like for me to witness because like that's directly from Sierra and I. Like I was spending custom potatoes and she was like, you need to rinse them off first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, like you try to do it a certain way. And, that ain't the way she wants you to do it. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To see them do that, and they had so much chemistry. And then the whole the, the meat and potatoes line. I just want to make sure I don't go to work. Yeah, yeah. You know, these potatoes <laughs> in that. That was hilarious. Ad lib that too. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't in the script. That is beautiful, man. Yeah, that is beautiful. That was definitely bro. like my favorite. Yeah, yeah, bro. It was awesome. man. It was an experience. It was for sure. It was an experience. I, it felt spiritual for me, man. I grew on what tons from that. Tons. I appreciate y'all. Like I said, I appreciate y'all putting faith in me because I grew a ton off that. Like Absolutely. now, I have the confidence. Oh, y'all want to shoot a film? Mm-hmm. Okay, we could we could do it. Mm-hmm. You know what Absolutely. I mean? I don't Absolutely. need more than what I got because we already did it with with less. Straight up, straight up, man. What is your creative aspirations going forward, man? For you can say for this year or five, ten years, however long you want to go. I need to film on Netflix and Amazon. Absolutely. Within a, a very short amount of time. You know what I mean? I need that. Absolutely. I want to work on a big set. I want to be in charge of a big crew. Mm. I want to be in charge of a small crew. Um, I want to travel and do this. Mm. I don't know how or when or, or what's going to propel me to do that, but I say within the next five, ten yeah, years. Bro. That's what I want to do. I want to be the dude who's known for that. And then for all I know, I'll be on to something else. Who knows? I was rapping and thought I was gonna be a rapper. You think you would step away from film, bro? I don't think I step. I'll step away from anything I do. Like, you know what I mean? Like I never shit. step away from nothing. That's why I'm so versatile. Because yeah. no matter what, I could record somebody. I could do the. I did the engineer thing for years. Right, right. I was an engineer for other artists. I'm not. You know what I mean? I have no ego. I don't mind stepping down or up. Mm-hmm. And depending on what point in my life, that may be a step down or up. Mm-hmm. But as long as I'm doing it and I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I'm being paid for doing it, or I'm not being paid for doing it, that's all I care about. Be rare, brother. I'm telling you, I don't, rare, I don't care brother. what it is. If if one day I might want to be a chef. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I might yeah, want to participate yeah. in, you know what I'm saying? I might want to do something that I've never done, mm-hmm. which is dance. Because mm. I'm not a dancer. Type shit. Too but cool. Too, too smooth. Cool. But you a dancer? I would love to get out of my shell. Yeah. And get that shit. Bro, you know what, bro? Like Dancing with the Stars? Uh-huh. Once I become a star, of course. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I would love to participate on Dancing with the Stars mm-hmm. and kill that shit. Type shit. I would love that. Type shit. But bro. I'm just saying hypothetical things that can happen. Bro, I think that, um, you know, it's 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 like, it's something about um, specifically like a black man that is able to express himself freely. You know what I mean? Admirable. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. something that, it's admirable and it's something that I think every every person aspires, aspires to do. You and that's what where that comes from. Yeah. And I and, and you you the type like I'm on, when we I'm on the brink of it. Like, yeah, yeah. When you pulled up when we did that work and you pulled up in that uh what's that called, bro? I keep forgetting the name. Uh Poncho? When you pulled up in the Poncho with the African you know, I'm what telling you, don't nobody wear it and watch. Give it a year. I, bro, I knew it then. I said, okay, this nigga is a ridiculous. <laughs> this nigga is a ridiculous. He wanted them yeah. uh, most deaf, you know, Dave yeah, Chappelle yeah, type yeah, niggas. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, he he wanted them. I appreciate you rare, that, bro. You rare. I appreciate that, <laughs> bro. I always wanted to be one of them. Hey man, <laughs> for real, <laughs> for real, bro. It was um, an absolute um, honor, pleasure. You understand? Likewise. To work on this likewise. project with you, bro. yeah. Likewise, and you know we got more in the future. Bro. Oh man, we got more in the future. Like when ready. you when you talking about stepping away, I'm almost nervous. Oh cause... no, not yet. Okay, I cool. got I got some trophies to to you yes, know what I mean. Yes, we got yes, some. You do. We got to have something to show off. Yeah, bro. Not that it's about that, but it's about that type shit. Type shit, bro. You know what I nah, mean, man. You listen, bro. I, I want to give you your flowers. I appreciate it. You understand what I'm saying, bro? Yeah, I appreciate this. Be rare, bro. Same to you, bro. Because I'm telling you. A lot of people say they want to do stuff, and they don't do it. A lot of people tell me they want to shoot. They don't come up with a treatment, or they don't come up with a script, or they don't come up with a shot list, or they don't come up with even the character names. And they like, oh, yeah, we're going to do it this way, we'll do it that way. No, you were 100% prepared. <laughs> now, there's always blind spots. Yes. But those blind spots were on the entire crew. Mm-hmm. Not one blind spot fell on your behalf, Damn. which is crazy. 
for someone directing something that they like passionately feel about. Because most of the time it's like, all right, I got the idea, I got the characters, I got what they got to say. Let's just do it. Mm-hmm. But nah, you came overly prepared, wow. which helped everyone else stay in line and be prepared. Yeah. Um, and then your casting choices. Bro, shout out to Adriana. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout out to Adriana, bro. The people you put your faith in to get it done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And, and like you said, the passion you apply to it. Everybody felt Damn. that on set. The motivational speeches on set. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to get it where it needed to be. We didn't have a long yeah. time to prep this. Mm-hmm. We didn't practice this much. Right. You're right. We practiced. We, we practiced. put in the time, but we were on a time schedule. Yeah. You know we still what I mean? got full-time jobs. We still, sure. we still got full-time jobs, and we put in seven, eight-hour days. Like, how many days is that? Five four days, days in a row? Yeah, four days in a row. Because that's that's for cast and crew. We put in more time yeah, on the side. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. You're right. You're right. You we know what I'm saying? prepping and set up and everything. Man, yeah. so that ain't easy to do, bro. That's a fact, bro. That's to keep people fact. focused in that, yeah, that's that's studio leadership. Like, for real. Damn, bro. So this next one about you, Damn, bro. And bro. you didn't even know how to edit. Right, right. I'm watching you now. I now you edit. know how to edit. <laughs> you see how quick you picked that up? Yeah. And right, and right when I said, I was like, bro, you gonna have this shit. <laughs> the type of person that you are, this ain't nothing for you, bro. And everybody can't do that. Type shit. Don't get me wrong. Everybody can't do that. <laughs> Editing ain't for the light. You know what I mean? Yeah. The lighthearted, like you gotta have a certain amount of attention and focus and detail. That's a fact. You gotta care about it. That's a fact. Like, Man, I could be doing something else. Like, no. Nah. Yep. And you picked it up quick. Why? Because it was necessary. One thousand. And now, when you write a film, you you know how to write it a little better because mm-hmm. you know what's gonna make sense mm-hmm. for the edit. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a dangerous weapon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're getting me excited, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a dangerous weapon, bro. Yeah, a lot man. of people can't do that. Damn, they can't pick bro. up. You could pick up a camera, and you could be the DP if you wanted. Ah, oh, no, brother, I can't take that. You job said that about you. editing. You know what? You know what? You I can pick corrected. up the camera. And you can do corrected. it. I'm just saying. You can do it. <laughs> bro. Everybody can't do that, bro. Everybody bro. can't do it. Damn, bro. See, that's what I mean. Yeah. When iron sharpen iron, bro. This that's what I fact. mean. That's that, bro. Listen, that's a bro. Fact. I appreciate your brotherhood, yeah. yes, bro. Sir. Yes, sir. Really, bro. This production, I feel like we became better men. Yeah. Understand what I'm saying? Kiara, Adriana. Keela better women, you understand what I'm saying, yeah. bro? Like we all became better. We we pushed each other, bro. We you did. know what I'm saying? Like this was fucking beautiful. And bro. we broke away from like the rat race for yeah. a period. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? To see what it would be like to do this shit for real. To do it for real. And, and we, we can do, do it for real. real. You know what I'm saying? Oh we can do it for real. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir, mm-hmm. bro. Yep. Bro, I appreciate you, bro. Anytime. I appreciate I appreciate you. For the man you are, for the brother that you are, bro, for the creative that you are, bro. I'm telling you, man, I'm looking forward. Like I said, bro, like I wrote down, I'm not doing anything creative without my nigga Xavier involved. I got you. you, I got you. you I'm there. Me, I'm there. Every time. <laughs> I'm there every time. Bro, gratitude, Love, brother. Bro. Love and For respect. real. For real. That shit was dope.